Hello, and welcome to the Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field, and this week I'm going to continue talking about our negative self-talk, how to manage it, and how to change it into something more positive, loving, and supportive. Before we dive in, I want to reassure you that you can change your self-talk. Your brain is malleable, meaning it is not a fixed thing, but flexible and capable of changing itself at any time. Our brains are incredibly plastic and really open to change. We usually just aren't taught how or what it takes to change, and so we don't experience change, which kind of keeps us locked in this thinking that we can't change. But anyone can change up until any age, and science has actually been studying this. So reassure yourself right now that you can change your self-talk, and it is possible for you, and you can do it starting right now. In last week's episode, I mentioned some of the hurtful ways I talk to my own self, and it includes things like telling myself I'm a worthless loser, I have no value, no one will ever love me, and I would have more value if I didn't exist at all. This is pretty dark and destructive, and if you have thoughts like this or of this level of intensity also, I just want you to know you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you, and I just want to talk more about how they feel very real and true, and for my own self, despite the intensity and darkness of them, I honestly believed them for a long time. I have experienced a huge turnaround in how I talk to myself, and I definitely still have my bad days. It's not aiming for total erasure and It's more about learning to manage them and knowing that there's nothing wrong with you when they come up. They are just reflections of experiences you had that developed this self-image in you, and it happens to a lot of people. And I would not be making this episode if I didn't know from first-hand experience that even the darkest and most deeply rooted negative thoughts can be transformed. I make this episode from a place of personal experience and knowing how important it is to change the self-talk and knowing how painful it is and just knowing that this is a thing a lot of people experience and I have so much compassion and love for everyone who had thoughts like mine or has totally different thoughts but is just experiencing what I did. Whatever your negative, critical, or hateful self-talk is, I want you to know again that you are not alone in what you're experiencing and there's nothing wrong with you. These thoughts are so painful and they are rooted in painful experiences in our past. I have so much love and compassion and respect for you for showing up here today. Looking at these thoughts, acknowledging them, and Feeling the feelings associated with them is so uncomfortable that we will often go far out of our way to avoid it. We'll distract ourselves in any way we can, sometimes even falling into addictions and unhealthy and toxic patterns. I myself struggled through years of self-destructive behavior, which only added fuel to this inner monologue that I was a worthless loser. Breaking free of this cycle was difficult, 
But what I came to understand and what I hope you'll discover in time also is that we are all deserving of love and happiness. No matter where you are and what you are experiencing, you deserve to feel good about yourself and your journey and the life you're living. We are all born eternally worthy. We just have stories that tell us so convincingly the opposite that we believe this lie. And why this happens and how to change it is what we're going to get into right now. So first of all, I'd like to ask you to put your hands on your heart, take a few deep breaths, and honor the courage and strength it took to show up here today. I spent years of my life avoiding looking inwards because I was so scared of the black, bottomless depths of my own darkness. Just by being here, you have already taken a huge step, and I just want you to honor that. Not everyone will understand what it took to show up here today, but I understand and I'm so glad that you're here and you're giving yourself this this moment to really work on your healing. And that's really what changing your self-talk is. It's one step, one moment after another, until one day you look back and you realize your entire inner landscape has changed. Each and every step on this journey is important. In last week's episode, I talked about how I manage the thoughts when they're really overwhelming and intrusive. As a quick recap, I do four things. I first tune in and rate the intensity of what I'm thinking and feeling on a scale of 1 to 10. I'm not looking for a number in order to judge where I'm at or how, how I'm feeling, but merely as a reference point for what my next step is. I then take that number and go down two notches so that I can start aiming for a place that's lower in intensity and within reach of my next step. So if I'm at a 10 and drowning in my thoughts, then I want to aim to get my thoughts and feelings down to an 8, which is still intense but allows in a crack of air so I can breathe and start to get some perspective back. I then fully acknowledge all of the thoughts because anything we try to suppress will fight twice as hard to be seen and heard. So I just give myself a moment to repeat them all, noting that they're there, but they are just thoughts and not facts about myself. Once I've acknowledged them fully, but briefly, and the brief part is important, you don't want to start falling into them. I begin to acknowledge that these thoughts do not define me, they define the external circumstances that created my internal self-image. In other words, these thoughts tell me what messages I internalized from my caregivers, society, culture, religion, and so on. They tell me about the well-being of the people around me and not who I really am. These thoughts are not based in the truth of who I am, but in other people's perceptions that they've projected outwards and that I absorbed while my self-image was forming. Once you understand that your negative self-talk is not about you, but about the ways in which other people spoke to you and treated you, 
you start the very powerful process of liberating yourself from these false stories. As you listen to this, you may be having a hard time believing your negative self-talk is rooted in lies and false stories and other people's perceptions of their own self. For me, there was always that voice in the back of my head saying, yeah, that sounds good, but I really am a worthless loser. It really is true of me and nothing will ever change that. When these thoughts chime in like this and they are so instant and effortless, we can't even perceive the nanosecond it took us to think them, they can feel like an actual part of who we are. And this is what tricks us into believing that they are real. They can convince us that they are real and they are true because they are ever-present and always have a comeback or a retort to our positive self-talk. They feel stronger than our positive self-talk. They feel bigger and louder and we're more inclined to listen to what's big and loud, but big and loud does not equal true. Because these thoughts are always there, and always arguing with every attempt to tell ourselves something positive, it can feel as if it's impossible to change them. It can feel as if we were born with them and we're just stuck with them. Thankfully, this is only an illusion and those thoughts can be transformed because they are not a fixed part of who we are. For most of us, we were too young to remember creating them and so we can't remember the self we were before they took root. But that self is still in there, below all the thorns and brambles. That self is in there, and it's the real you. That self is full of thoughts of self-worth and peace and expansion. It can never be destroyed. It can be covered with a lot of other stuff, but it's always in there. The reason negative thoughts feel so intertwined with our sense of self is because they have had a long time to build neural networks in our brain. These networks of neurons are like the roots of trees. The longer they've been there, the more quickly and easily our brain defaults to them. And the more our brain defaults to them, the more we think them, and the more their roots grow and get stronger on and on and on in an endless cycle that makes them feel more and more real over time until eventually we get fed up with them and begin to root them out. I want you to imagine now that each time you think a negative thought, it travels a specific route in your brain. And as this thought travels down the brain over and over repeatedly, it begins to change the landscape of your brain. It begins to carve out a pathway, much like a riverbed. Each time you think this thought, the river grows deeper and wider until it feels like an integral part of the landscape, but it was not always there. And as this river grows wider and deeper, it becomes fast flowing with a lot of strength and speed. This river becomes deep enough that sending thoughts down it requires no effort at all. The momentum of this fast-flowing river just sweeps everything along, and your brain sees this efficiency as a good thing. Your brain does not judge whether thoughts are, are good or bad or helpful or destructive. It just looks for what will use the least amount of energy 
And because your brain is built to be as efficient as possible, it chooses this river because it has the most momentum and not because this is something about who you are. Again, this river was not always there. And if you blocked it off, eventually the river would dry up and the landscape would return to how it was. As this river grows, new thoughts that are similar get swept into it and these feed the river, causing it to grow wider and stronger until it becomes the dominant pathway for all your thoughts to follow. Whenever you try to think a contrary thought, it takes a great deal of effort because there's no inbuilt pathway there. It takes a lot more effort to build a new river, and again, your brain likes efficiency, so it just defaults to the one that's there. To think a positive thought almost feels like resistance in comparison to the deeply entrenched river of negativity. These new thoughts, which are positive and supportive, must create their own riverbed and find their own flow within you. But in order to do this, your brain must flow energy into them, and you must consciously direct your brain to these thoughts and think these thoughts over and over and over the same way you did the negative ones. The problem is, the majority of energy in your brain is constantly defaulting into the river of negativity. Your thoughts just flow here, and because this river is so deep and wide, the way your brain defaults to the river of negativity makes it feel as if this is the natural pathway for you. It tricks you into believing this river of negativity is all you can ever be, and that it tells you something about who you really are. But really, all this river is telling you is that you thought negative thoughts for a very long time, and you most likely developed negative thoughts because the people guiding you also had a very negative thought system. I want to take a moment here to again tell you that all of these negative thoughts are not your fault. They are not something that you do intentionally or on purpose. It's just a way of being that you developed because everyone around you guided you into this way of being. And this river of negativity can sound very overwhelming, but keep in mind that the fibers in your brain are just almost like little tiny hairs. They are very gentle things. And so changing them is much easier than we generally perceive it to be. You can change these little fibers and recreate the river at any time. And just by listening to this, by acknowledging what's happening in your brain, you are in the process of actually changing things. When we look at something and acknowledge how it is, we create a very powerful starting foundation upon which upon which real change can be built. So we can look within and see this deep river of negativity and say, what can I do about that? And that inner self that I mentioned that is down there below all the brambles, it is a million times more powerful than any negative thought you could think a million times over. Your real self is so powerful and it's going to guide you and support you along the way. And as someone who was in such a dark place that I didn't want to live anymore, I want to tell you again that thoughts can change and the journey of changing them 
is so rewarding and so worth it. And you can do it. I know you can do it. All right, so let's continue on. In order to break free of the river of negativity, you must consciously choose to feed the other river, the one that tells you how worthy and how capable and how valuable you are. It might be hard to get this river flowing because it's very possible nobody's ever said these things to you. So these are, these are entirely new thoughts you're planting within yourself. They start as just a whisper. But remember, just because something's big and loud doesn't mean it's true. And a whisper, when it's telling you the truth of who you are, can be very powerful. You just want to understand that the river of negativity is not your only option. It's just the one that's already there. And because you may not have known about how negative thoughts work, your brain just kept defaulting to it and it felt like the only option. And you have another option and you're going to build this other river and it's going to have so much strength and momentum that this will be your default way of living, being, and thinking. Your thoughts will flow down this river of positivity. We're going to keep working on it and we're going to get you going in that direction. I said in the beginning, it's a step-by-step process and each step that gets you closer to that river is going to feel good in itself. As you go through this process, this is where what we discussed earlier about the four steps I use to manage overwhelming and intrusive thoughts can be helpful. Having a process for acknowledging the river of negative thoughts without falling into it will help you to stop feeding into it. Acknowledge the negative thoughts when they arise. Acknowledge that they formed for a reason and it's not your fault. And then consciously choose to put your focus and energy onto the new river you are creating. Tell yourself over and over, I am worthy. I am valuable. I am eternally loved. This will probably feel strange at first, maybe even unnatural, because your energy is not used to flowing in this direction. But it's not because it's not true about you. You are worthy. You are valuable. You are eternally loved. And just remind yourself the discomfort has no meaning other than this is a new experience. These are new thoughts. And they're going to take time to get used to. All you have to do is keep going one step after another. Keep reminding yourself You deserve to let go of these false stories. You deserve to see the real you that is still in there and to let that you be the guiding force in your life. You deserve to think thoughts that tell you that you can do anything. And that's all inner stories are. They're thoughts we think over and over until they flow so easily, they become the default of what we think about ourselves. As you go through this process of uprooting one river and planting another, you will probably find yourself experiencing what feels like two steps forward, one step back. You may have hours or days where you don't think anything negative at all, and then you feel as if you're right back where you started. This is only natural as switching from one river of thought to another will not be a clean and sharp turn. 
You'll go back and forth for a while as the positive river grows and the negative river shrinks until you just get enough momentum until the majority of your energy is going down that positive river. One thing that helped me to build and strengthen my positive river was visualization. Trying to force yourself to think positive when you're just not feeling it can sometimes feel worse in the end. If you try to tell yourself a positive thought and it feels like shit when you think it, that's pretty common. It can sometimes take some work to get the positive thoughts to stick and there's a lot of resources I'd encourage you to explore for help in this, such as therapy, coaching, meditation, books, other podcasts. Healing can really be a process of throwing spaghetti at a wall and seeing what sticks, so just know what works for one person doesn't always work for another, and even what works for you one day may not work for tomorrow, so it's just an organic process of exploration. Keep exploring stuff and trying stuff until you find what's right for you. As I mentioned, visualization was one thing that helped me a lot. Meditation and visualization, but I want to talk about visualization today. One of the most amazing things about visualization is when you vividly see something in your brain, your brain reacts as if it's actually happening. Your brain does not know the difference between a real and imagined experience. So when you visualize yourself happy and confident, your brain responds as if that's who you already are. The chemicals it releases changes, your body responds to these feelings, and you accelerate the process of changing your inner landscape. If you'd like, you can try a little bit of visualization with me right now. If you're not able to sit and close your eyes, just come back to this later. So if you can, close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. Bring your awareness fully onto your breath. Feel it flowing in and out of your body. Feel your chest rising and falling as you breathe slow and deep. And now begin to imagine yourself walking down the street somewhere. Whatever you see first, go with that and see yourself having a casual, relaxed walk there. It's late afternoon and the weather feels just right. You're really enjoying this walk and you feel it in your whole body. Your shoulders are back and your chin is up and you're walking with the confidence of someone who is really having a great day. 
there's a slight smile on your face because you feel so good and so in a flow and so in harmony with where you are. You have a deep sense that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And you are exactly who you're supposed to be. And this sense that everything is working out for you expands out from you like a radiant light. And now take one more deep breath. And now I want you to just tune into yourself and ask yourself after this small visualization if you feel any different. Do you feel a little bit lighter or just a little bit better about things? Notice if anything shifted within you no matter how small. If you feel even just the slightest bit better or different, then you've done something pretty powerful. That shift you feel is your brain switching rivers and from a process that didn't require you to forcefully think any positive thoughts. All you did was see something that feels good and your brain just filled in the rest. This is why I love visualization so much. When you let yourself see something in your mind, your creativity kicks in and your creativity is a natural bridge to that inner you, the real you we've been talking about. This has been just a small introduction to visualization and there's so much more about it that we're going to explore in upcoming episodes. Visualization is a really powerful tool that few of us utilize and I want to help you learn more and get started with it today. So if you want to learn more and explore more, I've put together a course on my website that's really going to help you to dive in. It's donation-based, and so whatever you can offer, that's how much it costs. You'll find this by going to the link in my episode notes on my website, melissa-field.com, or by finding me on Instagram at meditate underscore with underscore melissa. This package is four parts. It's science and spiritually based. So it goes over meditation, visualization, neural networks, and the law of attraction or how your thoughts and energy work to co-create with the universe. It includes guided meditations and guided visualizations. It's so powerful. It's one of my favorite things I've ever put together. As I said, it's donation based. It's designed to be able to reach as many people as possible without being without money being a barrier. So go to my website, melissa-field.com, check that out, or find me on Instagram at meditate underscore with underscore Melissa, or just go to the link in my episode notes. I sincerely hope this episode helped you in your healing and self-discovery. Negative self-talk is so painful and I don't know what experiences you've had. I haven't walked in your shoes and I honor that your experiences are your own. And I just have so much love and honor you for showing up here today. Thank you so much for showing up. 
changing your thoughts from a negative system to a positive one is not something that can be fully covered in a couple of episodes. We are complex beings, we're complex people, and healing and recovery is complex. But each and every step on this healing journal, on a healing journey is vital, is vital and integral. Today we took a big step together and I hope we're going to continue taking more steps together in future episodes. I'm so honored that you allowed me to play a small role in your own healing because you are so important and you are so worthy and you are so worthy of all the love in the universe. Thank you so much for joining me and don't forget to get your course on healing and empowerment. Um, and as I said, you'll find that at melissa-field.com. I hope you have a great day. And if you want to hear more from me, hit follow or just follow me on Instagram and I'll be back again soon.